Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Today, I'm joined by Dr. Deb Lundquist, clinical research nurse from Massachusetts General Hospital. Recently, she provided a presentation at the 2022 ASCO annual meeting titled, Patient Reported Hope, Quality of Life, Symptom Burden, and Coping Mechanisms in Early Phase Clinical Trial Participants. Would you like to just introduce yourself, uh, what you do, and some things you are interested in? Sure. Um, my name is Deb Lundquist. I am um, a clinical research nurse and an oncology nurse scientist in the Tamir Center for Targeted Therapies at Mass General Hospital. I've been in this position for about two and a half years, um, and my research focuses on the patient experience. So prior to coming to the Tamir unit, I was focused on um, the experience of women with advanced breast cancer, my dissertation research, and um, coming to the Tamir unit, which is a phase one clinical trials. Uh, unit for um, people with advanced cancer predominantly. Um, that's where my re research is now focused and housed. Very cool. Thank you for sharing that with us. What is the knowledge gap regarding the association of patient reported hope with quality of life, symptom burden, and coping mechanisms for participants in early phase clinical trials? There's a gap in that we have not asked those questions specifically to patients as they come on trial and um, measured it in a, in a way that we have data that we're then able to look at associations and correlations between some of the different patient reported outcomes. So we're focused on looking at about eight different outcomes and how um, they may be related or what associate, associations may be um, um, playing a role in terms of some of their clinical outcomes as well. Very cool, thank you for that. Um, mm -hmm. Second question, can you give us an overview of what you investigated in this study and the results that you found? Yes, so um, this study is a prospective study. And um, what we're doing is that we're looking at understanding from the time of um, consent or on the first day of patient's participation in a clinical trial, phase one clinical trial, um, we're looking at specific patient reported outcomes around quality of, low, quality of life, hope, coping, um, symptom distress and symptom burden, both physical and psychological. So we're looking at anxiety and depression as well. And then lastly, financial toxicity. So we're looking at um, these outcomes over time. So patients complete these surveys either on an iPad or be hard you know, paper copy if that's easier for them, whichever their, whatever their preference is. And we're looking at it from their time of enrollment throughout their time on trial to see what changes we might see. Um, additionally, for the first 50, 51 patients, we interviewed them at time of enrollment as well. So that, that's a different study that we're reporting, but there's also a qualitative piece as well, um, looking at what matters most to them at the time of participation. So we're looking at patient-reported outcomes, but we're also looking at clinical um, outcomes around time on trial, their ability to get through the the time of the dose-limiting toxicity, which is typically about the first cycle of therapy, um, looking at overall survival, and then looking at utilization of healthcare um, services, particularly palliative care, social work, nutrition, physical therapy, amongst um, a whole host of others. And then looking at clinical characteristics um, in terms of who are they, um, age, gender, race, uh, financial status, um, their zip code looking at, we're looking at where they live in terms of their, maybe their time toxicity and burden to coming on trial. So we're looking at a whole bunch of different things um, from a patient reported perspective, as well as um, we're looking at their chart, doing a chart review as well. 
Yeah, this is such an interesting and like valuable insight to have. So I'm I'm excited to read more about the trial and everything. So again, thank you for sharing this with us. Um, You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, did you find any results that were surprising to you or exciting to you? Uh, well, we've just done a preliminary analysis of the first 85 patients. And we did find, and I would say probably not surprising, uh, patients that are coming to us now have have sort of high baseline hope scores. So um, they are coming to us with, I would say, a mixture of feelings when people come on a phase one clinical trial. They're coming with um, hope of some benefit, but also realistic awareness that the purpose of the phase one trial has always been historically to determine the maximum tolerated dose of drug. But with the new novel tar targeted agents that we're now offering, uh, that we have as part of our treatment, um, part of our treatment toolbox, I guess, um, those studies, um, patients are very aware that they're, you know, we're targeting um, specific mutations and patients are hoping that they're going to um, have benefit from that. So um, we're treating them in, in newer, more novel ways. So I'd say the landscape of phase one clinical trials has really changed dramatically over the last five to 10 years. So last question I have for you is, mm -hmm. how can your findings regarding the association between patient-reported hope and quality of life be used to improve the outcomes of patients in early phase clinical trials? We're hoping that um, by looking at these associations, we'll be able to develop targeted interventions that um, will help patients um, improve their experience while they're on trial. It may also lead to um, longer times on trial um, and, and certainly improve quality of life while they're on trial. So um, as I mentioned, most of these patients have advanced cancer. So we're really looking at how do we um, enhance um, their quality of life while they're on the trial. Um, certainly the generosity of um, their participation at a time um, where they're well aware that they're living with life-limiting illness as well. Um, we're very aware of that as well. So we want to be able to maximize the support and the resources um, as needed to provide the most benefit to patients. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today and all this information yeah. and insight. Um, is there anything else you would want to add? Or I think that probably covers it. Um, hopefully, the, well, we're looking, we're... Um, looking at um, further our analysis to um, our recruitment continue, our enrollment continues to increase. So um, we're hoping that we'll have a better um, and more clear understanding as to some, how some of these baseline characteristics may all be connected to um, their, their experience. Awesome. Yeah, we're excited to hear more about it in the future. So mm -hmm. um, thank you so much for your time and I'll, I'll let you go and have a good rest of your day. Wonderful. Thanks very much, Lynn. Very nice to meet you. And thanks for the opportunity.